listening to Sports Radio Detroit. Hello and welcome back to Grave Discussions. Your favorite horror podcast ever. Yes, I am Barnabas. And I am Samael. And this week we are doing episode number 11. So, 10 episodes already in the books. I mean, I was hoping that we'd get to this point. I mean, it's not like a huge anniversary or anything, but 10 episodes is like pretty significant anyway. I mean, think about it, bro. Nine more weeks. Basically, by our birthdays, we'll be into episode 20. Yeah, that's that's crazy to think. So thank you to everybody. Shout outs, uh, as always, to Sports Radio Detroit for hosting us. We couldn't have done it without you. (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck is that? That's my ad lib. <laughs> I'm gonna do it through. <laughs> oh my god! All right, whatever you want to do, Sam. I'm not gonna judge you. Thank you. Except a lot. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, we also wanted to give a shout out to a very special guy. Yeah, thank you, Pod Grandpa, as he's best known on Instagram and on Etsy. He's a super talented artist. He creates these incredible enamel pins that are based off of horror movies and horror television and all kinds of stuff. And he was kind enough to send us um, these enamel pins that he's been working on. And he just released pretty recently. Of They're them. done very, very well. It's super high quality. It's good of, craftsmanship, of, bro. Like, yeah, good detail too. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like what you would expect from like a really good enamel pin. Yeah. And he's selling them right now on his Etsy shop. So check it out, Pod Grandpa. They're really great. So if you're a pin collector, you like horror, these are like right up your alley. And I'm sure he's got like many more in the works. Oh too, yeah, so. I just pinned it to my flannel forever. Like yeah. I said, I'm not, I'm not washing that shirt, <laughs> not cleaning the pin, and I'm not showering anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I might be a little worried if you stop showering. Don't worry like, about I don't me. Know. I don't know if I'll come over. <laughs> Thanks, bro. That It really like warms my heart to know I have friends like you. Uh, I know. So this week we are going to be focusing on none other than horror movie sequels. Taking it back. Da-na-na. Like literally. What was the first <laughs> sequel? Godzilla? Like, the Godzilla? first ever sequel? Oh, man. Oh, uh, shit. Right? I never thought about that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it very well could be one of the Godzilla movies. I don't know. Or maybe one of the, like, really old monster movies. Yeah. I mean, if you can even consider them to be, like, sequels technically, because, I mean, they were kind of... I mean, it was still Godzilla, so yeah, I guess you would you would say so. Yeah. But they were kind of, like, their own standalone, like, stories and shit, too. But I don't know. As I mean, of recently, I mean, they've been, like, picking up heat. Yeah, good a lot. And bad. A lot. Yeah, they've uh, horror movie sequels have been a thing for a long time now, and especially in the mainstream movie industry now, it's just like easy to make a sequel. Oh yeah, because they end every movie on like a questionable note, you know, like no movie's ever really done. Yeah, I agree. There are a lot of cliffhangers. There's just a lot of uh, you know making sequels for profit i mean that's basically you know it's not quite like the old days there's still some sequels that are like relevant but we're gonna be i still think the old days was like much worse but we'll get (laughs) we'll get into that like no just just in like the amount i I got my notes ready bro i know (laughs) just in like the amount of them that were being released yeah i would agree but we're gonna talk about all that right now we're gonna catch you guys up with all the horror news so some pretty interesting horror news for you guys uh this time I pulled up a a few that seemed particularly interesting to me. And this first one um, is kind of a a personal interest. And it's about the new film upcoming from John Nautz. Not sure if that's how you pronounce his name. K-N-A-U-T-Z. For sure. sure, I'm pretty sure it's not 
Knauts, so. Knauts. <laughs> Knauts. I don't know. Knauts, probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, who did uh, Jack Brooks' Monster Slayer. So if you're like me and you really like like that movie, it's it's a dumb parody movie. I know you haven't seen it, but it's a stupid like parody movie about this guy, Jack Brooks, who's like a janitor at a high school or something like that. Or like a handyman, I don't know. I think he's a janitor. And I forget what happens exactly. I think, he, you know, he like randomly finds some mysterious like artifact or some shit and he summons this like evil at his school and it like possesses the teachers and the students. They're like giant monsters What and shit. year was this? Oh, I want to say it was like mid 2000s. Unfortunately, I don't have it pulled up, so bear with me. I think it was like 2006, 2007 or something like that. Because um, I've legitimately never heard it up until now. Yeah, like, it's super. It's it's really like low key, um, as far as any movie is concerned. Uh, it's a 2007, but it's got Robert Englund in it. It's it's definitely like definitely a genre. Has yeah, it's definitely like a genre, um, you know, horror comedy. So if you're into anything like Tucker and Dale versus Evil or even like scary movie, you would you, you would like it. But um, I'm pretty sure I would like it. I just like really never heard anything about yeah. it. Like it, like was this out there? Not really. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you could get like the DVD. Honestly, the DVD I think pops up in like every used DVD place, like Fye and shit. I think that's how I got it, but I didn't hear about it until actually. I think when I came across the DVD was the first time I even knew anything about it. Like that's how you come across movies like Damn. this, you know? Yeah. Um, but he's got a new movie coming out called The Cleaning Lady, and I just really like uh, Jack Brooks, so I was kind of intrigued by this. But uh, this film is going to be about a uh, woman who suffered an affair, and she befriends this cleaning lady who is like really like badly burnt so she's like all scarred up like she looks crazy and then um it doesn't really offer much explanation of the plot this looks good yeah further than that like but from the pictures it, it looks it interesting just looks fucking weird yeah the the special effects look good this is definitely i think a a step in the uh, opposite direction from jack brooks because this is like definitely a serious film but uh it kind of looks crazy like I, it, it looks like it could be definitely brutal it kind of reminds me of that french uh horror movie inside I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen it. This is it really good. This <laughs> shot looks like from every Giallo movie. Yeah, it does. It definitely has that uh, tone. Like, even look at her. So, yeah, you can check out some pictures and stuff on the Bloody Disgusting site. This is where this uh, article c- comes from. So, yeah, be on the lookout for that if you like Jack Brooks. He also did The Shrine. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that, but that was a pretty good one, too. No? Was that out there? Yeah. Yeah, it was also pretty low-key. It was definitely newer, though. I think it was, like, 2014 or something. I used to, like, so. grab random DVDs from, like, Suncoast, but I don't know when they closed down. <laughs> so, next up in our bit of news is going to be about a new Bloomhouse production. And uh, even if you're not, like, a big horror fan, you've probably heard about this. There's going to be, uh, yes, another reboot, but this time of Spawn. I'm excited, yeah. to be honest. I'm excited about uh, the movie itself, but not, maybe this rumor is not so great. I don't know. I like Jamie Foxx. He's about to be Spawn, yeah. allegedly. Yeah, I, know, I like it. Rumor. I, I don't know. I just think it's kind of weird because I mean, he's at, more of like a comedic watch, look actor. At the, look at the, look, no, he did Django. Django was great. Look at the photo up there. Yeah. That's him. No, it's not. That's the original dude. No, really, really. <laughs> no he, that's the original he could, he, could pull, he could pull it off easily. I know what it looks like. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm reserving my judgments for now, but I really did like the original I guess reboot with Michael J. White as Spawn. So um, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just like Michael J. White. I don't think was as like comedic as uh, Jamie Foxx's. Like that, you know, when you think of Jamie Foxx, I feel like that's kind of what you think of for the most part. So I mean, movies nowadays have like this comedic appeal to them. Like every single movie. Yeah. Like, you saw Avengers. Like they had a lot of funny shit. That yeah. They, but uh, there are a lot of them that are not that good to take that approach too. you remember seeing that trailer for that tag movie tag. like like really oh the yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah just that, tag each other yeah we're gonna tag each 35 year old game fucking, tag. no <laughs> i mean so, i don't know it might be funny i mean look who's in it it might but i think it's gonna be that like stupid funny but i don't know if this Bro, one has for me comedy movies yeah. is just like for any movie really nowadays the appeal is like who's in there like i if guess the, yeah. if if the guy who plays ed from the conjuring is in there you know like, yeah I mean, I kind of got sick of I him like after. Him too. I, didn't, I got sick of him after the first Insidious movie. <laughs> then I saw him in Insidious 2, 
and then I saw him in The Conjuring. I was like, oh, yeah. his character in The Conjuring is much more interesting though, because it's based off of like a real person. But I heard they were frauds. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not saying anything. Oh yeah, I don't I know. You got to read that book that I gave you wherever I that s- is. I still have it, bro. It's uh, it's really good. I read every night at like 5 a.m. before I go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> it's re- it, it's really good. So this last bit of news is gonna be about, I guess, not another reboot, but something that's already kind of been in existence. I'm happy about this. This is this is exciting. Uh, so speaking of Brad Dourif, we haven't been speaking of him, but we're I going was to. Say, what the fuck is we are going it? to. Uh, pretty soon up here and uh, Chucky's back yeah Chucky is uh, apparently coming to TV yes there's gonna be a TV series with Brad Dourif as Chucky and it's gonna start off where the last movie The Curse of Chucky yeah. left off so I think Damn. that'll be dope seeing just a bunch of Chuckies in a TV show like how are we gonna get rid of yeah. all these fucking Chuckies that's <laughs> what it sounds like it's gonna be that's that's interesting Charles Lee Ray yeah <laughs> so I'm glad that he's back because there's nobody else that can be Chucky at this point there isn't I, I'm, like, glad, I'm glad they haven't replaced him like they replaced Freddy yeah. and if, if the series ends and like comes back because you know that's how they always are or if he dies or something I just don't want, I just want him to leave it you know like if he dies or like stops acting or yeah, whatever they stop it yeah just, just no more Chucky touch it, don't touch it yeah never so I'm glad he's coming back for the show um, it's going to continue that narrative and uh, we're, I think I'm going to talk oh about God. this. I think it's going to be like each kid's going to get their own Chucky Ooh. and like all the kids are going to get turned into Ooh. Charles Lee Ray's going to just be in the bodies of people. And then, then like that sounds crazy. Sounds apocalyptic. <laughs> well, apparently this one is supposed to be much, much darker than anything they've ever done. There's a quote that says it's going to be very creepy. Uh, so I don't know. I'm uh, uh, The tone is dark and disturbing, so I'm excited. I like that, I like that because like yeah, it can kind of take a turn from that like comedic Chucky approach. Because in the first one, it was fucking terrifying. And then like yeah. by part three, it was a fucking joke. And then yeah. Bride of Chucky and then Seed of Chucky. Those are all fucking comedies, bro. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I like the approach that they're taking now with it. Because I mean, in reality, Chucky, Chucky's funny as like a character, you know? But um, I, it's a fucking crazy-ass burnt like killer doll like you know yeah. that's scary and like chucky, Ch- chucky was like probably like what one of the first killer dolls if you don't yeah. count the mannequins from like tourist trap but yeah but there were there were a lot of those movies back in the day but yeah he was really like the first relevant like horror movie doll thing i like when the dolls took a turn with that one movie dead silence like that, yeah that was a really was good, good movie we gotta talk sure. about that speaking of talking dolls yeah no i'm i'm that's we will cult corner for sure like even yeah, though it's one like of these days, relatively sure. newer but that that theme song bro no that that's a great movie speaking of horror tv shows though right now we're going to move on to our terrifying trailer of the week (laughs) and so this week we've got and uh it's stephen king month on shutter so uh, this felt only relevant castle rock if you like Stephen King, you may be familiar with Castle Rock. Um, there have been some movie reboots, but basically Castle Rock, if you're not familiar with it, is not actually like any work of Stephen King's, but it's the town in which many of his stories are set in. For example, uh, The Dark Half, uh, Needful Things, and then I, I forget exactly what else. Let me see here. Cujo, actually, and The Dead Zone. Those are like the main... Uh, novels that are set in Castle Rock and uh, it has this, it has a whole mythology it's very interconnected, it's mentioned in a lot of his other works so it's really th- this area in Stephen King's world so there's going to be a new TV show uh, about Castle Rock and it's going to be kind of like an anthology show so we're going to be seeing like new stories so I'm wondering this if they're going to I'm, won- I'm wondering if they're going to um, you know portray like the stories the novels there are already some movies about them uh some of them but Any, you know they're old now so anything stephen king is great because like i mean even his books that aren't well known like they're not garbage right like yeah no definitely i love his books like i like dean Koontz too but stephen king yeah. is like the king no, yeah exactly stephen king is the god so yep we're gonna be checking out the trailer for castle rock here um i, I think what they're gonna do is they might release it segmented so this particular i guess episode um let me see what it's called here i think it was supposed to be called like this place or something like that i don't know this trailer doesn't give me the title but 
I think that it's going to be like an hour, hour and a half long episode or whatever. So it's basically like a whole movie. I could be wrong about that, but we're going to check out the trailer for Castle Rock as always. You can go ahead and watch the video with us and uh, listen to the audio via the podcast or you can watch it before or after, whatever you want to do. But here we go. We're going to give our thoughts uh, along the way. So right now, I don't know, does it look like it's one whole story or does it look like it's the trailer for everything like there's multiple different stories? I don't know, it just looks like it looks like it's giving a portion of like the shit that's about to go down. Yeah. I think that sounds about right. Cuz yeah, it's supposed to be like this anthology thing. I just don't know what exact format they're going to take with it if it's going to be more like Tales from the Crypt style or, or are they if they're going to like switch the whole like subject matter in the next one like that's what yeah, I'm right. thinking, yeah, because you know, Castle Rock itself is a bunch of different stories mm-hmm. that are just in this town, so that would make sense. Um, we'll see, though. You I don't can know. Fucking move, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if you can't, though? Mm. Uh, then yeah. you don't. <laughs> you deal with that fucking curse <laughs> on your city. <laughs> That's why we have the books, I guess. <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's continue on with this. This looks like a town where just fucked up shit. It looks yeah. like a normal, like little town. Yeah. Well, you have a small town. You got point. like five hundred people. What do you think is gonna happen? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't know, man. It looks good so far. Actually, I think I saw the same character multiple times. So again, I'm wondering if this is just for like the first episode or not. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, looks good so far, though. Let's finish it up here, and then we'll give our final thoughts. Shawshank. Well, well then yeah, look like huh. a nice little flick right there. <laughs> yeah, like a pretty good one. <laughs> <laughs> so be on the lookout for Castle Rock coming out. It doesn't give a release date, unfortunately. Actually, I think it did, possibly. July 20... Yeah, July 25th, yep. Um, it is actually supposed to be coming out via Hulu, though. So if you have a Hulu subscription, you can check it out there. Yes. Be on the lookout for I'm so that. I'm thankful one. for Hulu. I do like Hulu, except uh, I tried putting mine on hold recently, and then like they started it up again, and like charging me and shit, and like ah oh, fuck, I don't want I don't want Hulu now. You know I don't watch anything on there now. Now you might. Yeah, now I probably will with Castle Rock coming out. Yeah, for sure. We'll see. Um, right now though, that is it for the news. So we hope that you enjoyed getting caught up, and we are going to move on. To the cult corner. And this one's good. Yes. Why don't you uh, introduce the folks to this week's cult corner, Sam? This week's cult corner is The Exorcist Part 3. Pazuzu Strikes Again. No, that's not the title, <laughs> but that's what's going on. If it, if, it, if it came out now, it probably would be. Yeah. Pazuzu <laughs> Rebirth or yeah. like Pazuzu Origin or some shit like that. Actually, the interesting thing about this movie is that while Pazuzu, and if you're not familiar with who that is, it's the main demon in the Exorcist universe. It's the one that possesses Reagan McNeil in the first movie. Um, Pazuzu is actually, I wouldn't, it's listed like this, but I, I wouldn't even consider him really to be like the main antagonist. Yeah, he's a He's master. kind of a side, yeah. Yeah, because 
Like, he's like the Emperor Palpatine. He, yeah, he's like a he's a Sumerian demon. They took that he was a real demon. You know, they showed like the actual statue too in the movie in the first one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He's he's supposedly the son of like the Sumerian king demon. Like. Yeah. So he's not like the top guy. That's why he you know they got no. referred to as the cruel ones. Yeah. Like the multiple ones. But he he's hinting at Legion. Right. Yeah. And the third movie is actually um, based off of. The book by William Peter Blatty called Legion, and it was originally supposed to be the title of uh, this one too, but they made it The Exorcist 3. It's probably smart because if it came out as a Legion, people wouldn't know what the fuck it was. Yeah. I think that's one of the powerful things about sequels is that, you know, if you attach a certain name to it after some time, people want to go see it because they'll be like, oh, The Exorcist, like, fuck yeah. Maybe not so much after part two, though. <laughs> yeah. Because that movie was not good. So part they were like, oh, another Exorcist. Part two, and they're like, when they had the flashback of Pazuzu in the Grand Canyon or whatever, they were like, in yeah. Sumer? Like, no, that's the Grand Canyon. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be honest, bro. I don't even think I watched that movie. Like, I watched, like, maybe, like, half an hour, but I was like, no. Like, the main girl from the first one was in it, but she was a lot older, and, like, she was stuck in this trance yeah, talking Linda to some Blair. demons. Yeah. yeah, and I was just like... I don't know. I just heard that it was really bad. I'm just going to put in Hell Knight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Still want to see you, lady. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I mean, part three, I think, was really good and it deserves its cult status for i think a lot of reasons but i think it's definitely cult because it does carry that exorcist name so people already are are going to be associating it with part one and probably even comparing it you know because that's what people do with sequels well brad dorf was so badass in this movie like he, he was. was very like whoever wrote that he was like a really well-spoken person like yeah really good writing with and really good acting too like yeah, I agree. He really looks like he's fucking out of it. Yeah, he's just a great actor. Like, I mean, you would expect that of Chucky, you know? Yeah. But you might expect it more of just his, like, voice acting, but he's a really fucking good actor, too. I was going to mention it. There's, like, an Easter egg in this movie. At one point, uh, <laughs> Brad Dourif was like, it's child's play, Lieutenant. Yeah. And in the next screen, it showed a little red-haired kid just sitting in the hospital. Like, that's, I think that's a clear, like, you know, homage to his old character. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. They're fucking smart for writing that in. That's so they good. They are. It was actually uh, directed by William Peter Blatty, who did the books, which makes complete sense to me, because after that shit show that was part two, <laughs> he was just like, you know what? I'm tired of you guys fucking up my work. Like, I'm going to come in and just take the reins and direct it. And he I, made a good-ass movie. I couldn't, like, put my finger on, like, who was responsible for the fucking killings until, like, all that crazy shit started happening. Otherwise, yeah. I had no fucking idea. Yeah, it, w- it was great because it was presented in, like, this uh, true crime almost, you know, narrative. Because it's just about um, the lieutenant from part one. Oh, fuck. What was his name? Ken something? K- Kil- Kimmer? Was no. Kilmer? I, I had it last night and I forgot now. It was, yeah, something with a, something with a K. I don't, I don't remember. But um, there's a different actor playing him this time. It's George C. Scott of the changeling fame and i'm not sure what other movies he was in but we know him from the changeling yeah and he was really good in that movie and he's great in this film as well he screams a lot in this movie he does yeah when he freaks out he's like (laughs) (laughs) that shit's fucking great he's like he's good at being angry you mentioned it last time he's just great at showing emotion yeah he He was excellent brad dorif was excellent all the acting in this movie was actually really good um, and that was one part of it that I liked. But yeah, it, it just blends this like true crime story with uh, you know supernatural elements, satanic, religious undertones, very much like the first movie. But whereas the first movie was pretty much strictly about that because it was about this little girl who was possessed. In this film, it's more of like this you know murder mystery almost where they're just like chasing this killer um, that has supposedly been dead for like 15 years, but now. Um, there are killings again that resemble that killers like exactly and it's not a new plot idea but i think they handle it in a really great way because they mix in these like supernatural elements too what do you think yeah i agree i i thought it was going to be like just a regular like there's a murderer possessed by pazuzu you know but like it it just like kind of threw everything off when i seen like that that scene with the nurse getting <laughs> when she locked that door yeah. and she walked away and that dude came out with those yeah. clippers like, that, <laughs> like <laughs> that was the scene like 
when people talk about the exorcist 3 they talk about that because it was such a good scene like really effective and actually like scary because you know her head just came off the second they yeah. stopped that fucking yeah I'm, i like that they didn't actually show what happened though that's the best yeah but it was built up so perfectly i think that i think that that scene is a masterpiece and up. they want you to honestly. imagine what happens because then they explain it they're like they stuffed rosaries yeah. down her neck and then they yeah, sew her back up yeah like you don't see it but that's why it, that's why it's so effective but the build-up the tension was incredible because they just are like deliberately on this wide shot the static wide shot of the hallway and there's some doors on the side and then you have the nurse's desk like down to the far right and she's just there and they're like a couple cops or whatever walking by and i think like a patient and this scene has to be going on for fuck it felt like eight minutes or something and then for some reason like, like the last security guard gets called out yeah and then he goes out and she's checking the rooms and this guy yells at her yeah and then she checks the last room she looks inside for a second nothing's happening yeah. nothing's happening she locks the door she walks away. The second she walks away, the door that she locked swings open. You see someone dressed in all white coming yeah. with those those neck clippers. Yeah. <laughs> but it's super effective because the whole time for this long ass period of time, see they got you. They they made you think that nothing like crazy was gonna happen with that like fucking cheap jump scare during the middle. Yeah. With that guy screaming at her, and then it's like oh it's quiet again. Here's this static wide shot again of this hallway. Nothing's really going on. She's just walking. Boom! Like once it happens, it just like fucking zooms in real quick and you hear that like that sound like that sound effect like that you know music yeah it was like or whatever you know that was incredible and yeah i just really liked it a lot and then there was that one scene later that i'm not gonna spoil because i don't i feel like it's not as widely talked about like not that well known but the ceiling scene you know what i mean Uh, that was crazy what you doing grandma (laughs) yeah right it was i don't know it was just a really good movie um you know the themes were interesting and the performances were were spectacular and it was actually really scary like it had this vibe of like a you know almost noir style like giallo film almost yeah that's what i was thinking yeah just like who done it bro yeah exactly like a who done it movie um but like much more gritty you know and then it had these like supernatural undertones too so yeah it was I liked it a lot, um, and I felt like it was a good sequel. Hell yeah, it's a good sequel. Um, cause it made up for what two did to yeah. such a great, great idea. Like at first, yeah. the whole like, you know, w- little girl being possessed by a demon. Yeah, that was a great idea, and then like, eventually, you know, they just fucked it up when like she got older and she's channeling him, and he's just in the Grand Canyon. You know, like it's just yeah. That's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was uh, also... I didn't expect there to be, like, murder in this one, too. You know, I yeah. saw Exorcist 3, and yeah. I was like, all right. And then they're like, murder is a little boy. Got his head right. chopped off, and he got his eyes ripped out. <laughs> he got injected with some shit that made him paralyzed. I'm like, Jesus, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Fucking demon. It, uh, it was crazy. Like, honestly, it, it, it did a lot that I wasn't expecting. But I think it was also just a good sequel in the, in the sense of a sequel. Like, I don't know if that makes sense when i just say it like that but you know if you're not sure what i mean then i mean just that like it it totally glossed over part two it basically was just like all right it's not canon fuck this movie it was like part two of the exorcist was like halloween three yeah exactly which we're gonna talk about yeah i'm sure i'm sure we'll talk about it today but um yeah i just mean like in the sense that you know it's considered to be the direct sequel officially to part one and it does that really well you know it doesn't have that satanic tone like so much throughout the movie like it's not just purely scary you know it's got these true crime elements to these mystery elements but it keeps pretty much the same narrative it's set in the same universe except it follows you know kind of the other side of of the cop the lieutenant and you still have those interactions with like the priests and stuff so there's definitely all this religious stuff going on um but you know it has the same characters the different actors obviously but it keeps the same narrative now it's following you know this killer who is somehow related to what happened in the first movie so all that stuff just like makes sense you know i think pretty soon they're gonna like pick up on like the the folklore behind the demons and stuff and like hollywood's gonna see it and just be like yo this is a good concept to make a reboot at some time and then they take and then they take pazuzu because they never explain what happened to him 
You can't mm-hmm. just shoot a demon. Right. Like, yeah. you can't just kill a demon. Well, well apparently there were two other, uh, more movies to the Exorcist uh, franchise, but I didn't. I don't really know about them. I don't think they're called The Exorcist. But So I'm not sure if those established some kind of canon. But as far as I'm concerned, part three is basically the end. Like, even though, you know, it's not really explained what happens to Pazuzu, but for me, like, that's the end. I don't really want to consider anything else to be, yeah. like, canon, you know, because that was probably the last, like, good one. But, yeah, it was just a well-done film. Damn, they made four and five. That's pretty... That sounds bad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like the Omen almost, you know, like, ah. Uh, no, the Omen, I like part three where he's an he adult did. and then isn't he like the president or whatever no he's like a he's like a fucking some sort of like a, like a senator or something yeah like and he's like an economist yeah. or whatever the fuck he is like <laughs> he's antichrist and yeah. then uh, he gets killed by jesus baby like a baby is just sitting in the middle of those he's like nazarene he's yelling at a, the baby christ and then he what walks the up fuck? to the baby and the baby kills him just with like a ray of light and then he's like you win nothing like yeah. Great movie, bro. That does sound pretty great, actually. He getting killed by Jesus, baby, but the whole time, yeah. you know, he's having people, like, go throughout the city, try to kill babies born on a certain date, and one of them, the Jesus baby, ends up being his, uh, yeah. his like, partner's, like, new kid. What the fuck? Yeah. Of course. Of course it is. That kind of reminds me of uh, Prophecy. That's another movie that had oh a bunch God. of uh, <laughs> sequels, but not really any of those. How does were Gabriel good. keep coming back? Oh, His no. heart got eaten by yeah, right. Satan. I don't know. I mean, I like the first Prophecy though, but see, that's a you know. Now we're talking about sequels. That's definitely a movie that I like the first one a lot better. And honestly, that is the case for many film franchises. But like, why is that? I don't know. Uh, for me. This is going to sound weird. I like Halloween 2, like the original one, just as much as Halloween 1. Because it, like, starts right where the one other one left off. Yeah. But, like, it's Rick Rosenthal directing immediately. Yeah. So it's not going to be the same feel as the last movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it's weird. Like, Michael Myers is a lot shorter. His head's wider. Yeah. Like, he walks a lot different. Like, it's it's got a different feel to it. It's set in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And, like... Event, like that was supposed to be the end of it and then season of the witch was supposed to take the halloween franchise somewhere else when people were like bring back michael yeah and then you got halloween four and five with what's her name daniel harris mm-hmm. and then they stopped that and then halloween six they continued and explained everything with the curse <laughs> and then halloween h2 was like hey yeah. after part two none of that happened this is leaving off after part two. Oh, he'd been gone for 20 years and then he dies and then in resurrection they're like oh he didn't die it was somebody else and then they're like, "Hey, remake now!" Yeah. And then they're like, "Sequel to that." See, garbage. that's that's why, oh, man. I'm not, I'm not sure about stuff like that. I will agree that I, I like parts one and two probably equally as much, and I feel like that's kind of rare that that even happens, because like uh, I would say Hellraiser one and two are pretty much on par. But consider something like um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, would you say that you really like any of the sequels better than part one? Maybe part three, the Dream Warriors. Uh, I would say maybe New Nightmare, but I think that part one still takes the cake. Part one is really, really good because like that's when Freddy wasn't a joke. You know, he yeah. was still like mysterious. You don't know what he was, and then he would just come at you in your dreams. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, a lot of sequels are really disliked by people, and I find that interesting. I mean, I feel the same way about a lot of movies. I definitely feel that way about Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, I don't feel that way about Friday the 13th, but there are lots of film franchises. I mean, Scream even, like, I, I, I'd i say Scream 1 is the best. Even even the Jason Takes Manhattan and Jason Goes to Hell, they were, like, good in their own right. Just because he went to, Well, yeah, yeah. Just because it said, you know, he takes Manhattan, but he was on a boat for, you know, three quarters of the movie. <laughs> Still, it was a good movie. Like, it had some good kill sequences. You yeah. could see a new Jason. Like, I, I wouldn't say it was the best one for sure, but I Jason, also... But. Yeah, but I also don't even really count, like you know part one necessarily because it's mrs Voorhees, but uh psycho you know i would say psycho number one is the best so so why do sequels even like exist why do they matter i mean i think it's definitely has something to do with money but i feel like when you establish an iconic character or like an iconic world or something that's like popular with people and, and is iconic then people are gonna like attach that name to something that they've already seen and they like and you know they're gonna want to go see a part two or a part three or a part four or whatever you know um 
but unfortunately for horror a lot of times it kind of falls flat like you can't always establish this like incredible mythos or even like this great narrative like you could with uh something like scream i would say you know is probably a good example but a lot of times you stray you know you create something that's totally different which sometimes is good but sometimes it isn't so i feel like there's a lot of complexity when you talk about sequels you know so i don't know i mean that's what do you think i mean i think most of the time the sequels are like not as successful ever as the original movies because like you could kind of tell in the sequel they were kind of like reaching because like look at michael myers first it was like just a guy stalking a girl right and she's a babysitter he's following her because she came to the house and dropped off the key and then in the next movie they it took a complete turn and it was like that's his sister yeah and then friday the 13th like they were they were trying to introduce jason anyway mm-hmm. because like all you heard in the movie was like you know like at the end like my boy jason like so you're like you're like all right they were probably in cahoots you know maybe yeah. he wasn't dead but then you find out she just slayed everyone like mm. And, like, she wasn't strong, you know? Like, she had to sneak up on people. Like, she was just hiding in the shower with the axe. Like, how do you yeah. prepare for that? Yeah, I don't know. I, I would have been caught off guard for sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there are very few sequels that I feel, like, hold up or even uh, surpass, like, the first film. So, it's just interesting to me that sequels are so prevalent. And I think that definitely falls into just, you know, branding and, you know, you know you're going to turn a profit on them. But... A lot of them fall short. I mean, I would say, you know, there are a few, maybe like Ooh, I just Evil Dead 2. I was saying crossover sequels. Freddy versus Jason, that one was, was fucking terrific. Yeah, except that those are like not nearly as as available or prevalent as just regular sequels. You know, like Freddy versus Jason, I think, is like one of the only ones, really. But they're interesting for sure. Yeah. It's just hard to acquire like multiple properties to do something with. Yeah. You know? It's fucking tricky. You gotta wait a long yeah. time before you see some shit like that. Right. Yeah, it's more like accessible, I guess, in like, you know, comics or just regular books or, or you know, even like T V shows, I guess. We see that a lot with like the superhero shows, but for something like horror, it's you know, they like to keep their story. You know. So I don't know about about that, but yeah, there are there are some sequels that are definitely really good though that definitely hold their own against the original or even surpass it like like i was saying i would say evil dead 2 falls into that camp um i'd say jason part six. Oh my god part six was the best yeah. almost out of all of them yeah i'd say part three is up there part three is when they mm-hmm. got they introduced jason's hockey mask he stole he killed shelly in the barn he cut his throat and he stole it from him it happened off camera but like yeah that was the birth of the hockey mask and machete jason mm-hmm yeah that sequel like what are some other ones that you would say are superior to the original there's not that many hellraiser was like more intense like the sequel Uh, was like it was dramatic like when that other demon guy came and he was like i'm taking over like 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 i said i think part two and part one definitely hold their own after that it it was uh it was getting pretty bad i think you're right because look at saw saw it like everything is like yeah except like like you said friday the 13th part six is the best so there's Mm -hmm. one which Michael Myers is better than the original? I wouldn't say any of them, honestly. The only one that comes close, I think, is part four, and that one's not as good. Yeah. Oh, part, part two. I like, yeah, I like part two just as much. Yeah. But, like, it's not, like, I don't know, it just, mm-hmm. after part one, they should have, like, chilled. Yeah, I'd agree. I, th- I think Evil Dead 2 has a chance of that, because it basically rehashes the first story, but it does actually follow up with it and follow it up really effectively because when you think of ash williams what do you think of do you think of him having two hands no you mm-hmm. think of him having a fucking chainsaw hand the and shot him with the chainsaw hand just popped it to my head exactly his name, so. yeah they took part one they embellished it even more they created a further narrative and then they added these like now iconic characteristics to ash they made him less of like a serious guy they made him like that wise ass that he is and the, like the end of part two and uh in army of darkness especially you know that's that re- that's when it really starts but they gave him the chainsaw hand and everything they just they improved so much on part one i feel like that had, makes like, it the better they had movie. like the first like 10 minute 
like synopsis yeah exactly in the first like 10 minutes of the movie yeah. of the last movie so like they, yeah they basically retconned it and then they were like all right we're just gonna show it again i mean there were legitimate reasons for doing that but they still did it you know and they but they improved upon it like drastically i feel like especially because they stretched out the whole story pretty much since they had to do that um but yeah that's interesting i mean i don't know i would be hard pressed to find like another like actual sequel that is better than the original How, i haven't seen it yet how was Hatchet 2 compared to Hatchet 1? Oh, um... Huh. <laughs> I don't know. Part... Uh, I don't remember Part 2 that well. Part 2 might be able to... To take that one, possibly. But I would have to see the movies again. Maybe Night of the Demons? Let me think about Ooh. it. Two had Cross Kicker. Yeah. <laughs> and three had... Shut the fuck up, Nick! Yeah. So... The, uh, the first one I ever saw was Part 3, actually. I was in, like, first grade. I think I saw Part 1 first, but... Then I saw part one after yeah. that, and I haven't seen part two until that time that we watched it. Yeah. That was the one at the university, right? Yes. That was so good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's hard for I'm sure I could think of some, but, I mean, it, it's getting a little difficult right now. Some movies, like, it seems like they're just kind of yammering on when they release these sequels. Like, they're yeah. just like, it just seems like they're just trying to make you think there's some continuity but right. they just they just keep adding and adding on like thing here's what you didn't know yeah. like <laughs> i mean but a lot of movies uh go completely in the opposite direction you know but they still attach the same name like i said that is um mostly the case for all these like 80s franchises and that's when it really took off because everybody was like oh this is like a really cool like character you know like we want to see eight more movies and they're like okay we'll give you nine more movies and one's gonna be in space like <laughs> do you think there's a less like suspense and like kind of like that mysterious like factor a movie has to it like, in, a, in a sequel yeah it has like way less like suspense i would say so because so they have to start focusing on like other shit yeah like kills and then it kind of kind of ruins like the substance of the movie yeah like there's less substance to it that's that's i kind of think that's where i was kind of going with the um evil dead 2 example because they took what they had in part one they kind of you know re like changed it up a little bit but they added so much more that made it iconic and i feel like t in order to have a sequel that is better or or equal to or better then the original you gotta like take it and really pump it up and like add new shit that's gonna make it better than you know the original when you compare it's like when a series like each like sequel gets tossed to like a different director yeah like, you know i like, hate that that's when that cinematography is way different they choose different actors everything like yeah. changes up and like it doesn't even have the same feel anymore but like now it's just gonna be more predictable i think i don't know it seems like sequels are more predictable and like just yeah. think about it like let's say there's a killer right he doesn't die in the first one right mm -hmm. he it ended like he walked away he was gone so now they're releasing a second one i wonder what it's going to be right. about like it's this guy but that that like mysterious factor to like the antagonist is gone yeah yeah that's why you gotta like add new stuff change it up a little bit but you don't have to like create a whole new thing sometimes that's fun if you're creating like you know it can't be uh franchise like you know friday the 13th or something but you know people get used to it that's the thing you know they get used to these characters and the story and stuff so even though they may kind of like be excited for it if you present basically the same shit it's not going to be interesting you know yeah. i feel like the reason that s stuff like you know franchise in the 80s got as many movies as they did is because you know they were always trying to do something new um you know freddy did it jason did it scream kind of ended up doing it later and there were other movies that did it too um urban legend kind of you know when they bring in like these new groups of teens and stuff like and those movies i know what you did last summer the sequel yeah. i'll always know what you did it's like now he's mm. a fucking ghost yeah <laughs> come on man what the yeah. fuck just let it die <laughs> but you can't keep boring your audience with all the same stuff now I, were those all like good movies or better than the originals yeah you can enjoy them to an extent you know what i'm for saying sure, like you can sure. appreciate them you're like yeah. oh i like this little but if you but if you look at them objectively would it have been better if they took kind of what was pre-existing and improved upon it and tried to like create more of a narrative to that of the original i think sequels should be exactly that without the whole like having a deeper narrative part yeah i think I there mean, should be less of a narrative just so like there's well, like, so I, the antagonist keeps but his, i mean like, like the mystique. same story kind of you know like the exorcist yeah, 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 3 did of like course, that same of course. 
I just you know, think like, it, yeah, it's Pazuzu and shit. Once they try to explain it, though, that's when everything loses its mystique and like its yeah. watch value. You know, right? Like when you see, like obviously, if I there's another Jason sequel, we're gonna go probably. If it comes out tomorrow, we'd probably be there tomorrow. Watching yeah, it. yeah. But like, that doesn't mean we're gonna like buy the DVD when yeah. it comes out. And that's like, that's just having like a good franchise and a memorable character. You it's know, the nostalgia. It yeah, they they play exactly. I think I don't think these things play on our nostalgia or try to like be like a quick money grab. I just think like they realize there's a lot of like fans around from like the older times and they could just add more of a fan base like Bloomhouse is doing with michael myers yeah Uh, okay but what if we (laughs) which is weird for us but what if we completely exclude anything pre-1990 into the discussion okay don't think of any of those movies none of them think about think about all of the sequels and stuff that all the franchises that have started since like 2000 okay um, like the shit that's out now because i think we still have to talk Insidious about it now is really good all of the sequels i didn't like part two <laughs> yeah just see? part two yeah part the two f- was kind of weird uh the lot you like the last key yeah i liked it yeah it was kind of boring, it was all right uh i think the conjuring i like both of those conjuring's great yeah I-, I think that's for sure sinister two no I didn't like no? it. No? I didn't like <laughs> the it. The kids killing no. your parents? You weren't see, down with that shit? See, that's the thing. Anarchy, like, you bro. still have to make a good movie. Like, I think that movie played off of the narrative of the first movie well. Like, it continued it. It had the, you know, the, but it's just the weird the cop guy. It was the same shit. It's just, you're just waiting to get scared out of, like, a kid coming out of a yeah, garbage exactly. can. It, it, was, that was, it was predictable, you know? Like, you can't do the same shit. I think it kind of tried not to, because it had it be at this, like, church or whatever. But, you know... It, it's basically the same shit. It just doesn't have <laughs> Ethan Hawke in it. It has that fucking weirdo cop guy. Like, I don't even... What's that guy's deal? I don't know. Like, he just, like... He's like, there's something paranormal to this shit, yeah. bro. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, he's, like, the one crazy guy, but, like, he's right, you yeah. know? See, it, so- there always has to be one. Like, that guy that used to warn people yeah. about Jason. He, he was in the sequel, and then that's when he got killed off. And right. <laughs> so, I was mostly asking, because, you know, you were um, talking about how sequels were kind of back then, but, like, now... Are they really about nostalgia? Are they really about appealing no, to fans no, because they no. like their shit? Exactly. No. So what changed? I mean, they just want to... Uh, because it's like... Look, they know there's like a lot of people out there going on dates and shit. And people go to see scary movies. So like once another horror movie comes out, the dudes be like, hey, you want to go see that? Yeah. I like, think that's like, all... Oh, that's, it's a new paranormal activity like that. Because that's... Mustafa Akkad said that. Like he's like... Uh, why do you go, you know, to the theater to get scared? And his kids, his kid was like, "I go there with a girl and this and that." And so, like, at least they're honest. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but if you see like the next paranormal like these activity, aren't for, these aren't for like horror movie nerds. Like these right. movies coming out. Yeah, yeah, because if you see like the next paranormal activity in theaters, you're gonna be like, "Oh, a new paranormal activity." You, you know, know what? I'm okay, glad. Cool. You know what? I'm really glad they didn't have a sequel. Huh. Stay alive. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I but agree. But it, it was good, and like that's where it ended. Some some movies didn't Dead Silence have a sequel? No, no, no. That's another great one. Yeah, but see, some movies, it it's, just doesn't make sense to have a sequel for. It's a one and done. You've completed the story. Good. If you have something really iconic and your fans want more, then I think you can consider doing more, like the stuff from the '80s did, or even like Scream. You know, like that makes sense. Okay, fine, whatever. You can expand on the story. You can add new stuff, new characters. I always do get excited when I see that, like. When I'm just watching, like, TV, Comedy Central, whatever, and then, like, a commercial just pops up for, like, a new horror movie that yeah. I haven't heard, and, like, that's how it always was, you know, I just be like, eee. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel you. But, yeah, I don't know, I think now it's definitely just a money-grabbing scheme, you know, like, they don't really care. Like, like, who, okay, who would want a fucking sequel to that Freddy remake? Nobody. Yeah, that's, I don't think they made it. But are they gonna... But do you think that they will make it possibly? Probably next year or this year. It, They're just not going to tell us. It's going to come out the blue. Yeah. People knew. People know that movie was garbage anyway, but it, they're going to see it and they're going to be like, yeah, I'll check it out. Maybe it's better. That's the that's the thing I hate. Like, yeah, maybe it'll be maybe it'll be better. Oh my god, did you no. see the new Leatherface movie? Oh no, I didn't. So I don't want to. Don't watch it. Bad. See exactly. It's not like, even a horror movie. Like, uh, it's they, an escape from the Looney Bin movie. Yeah. You can only have so much. Like, how many fucking Leatherface movies have there been? Like, Jesus Christ. You can only go so far. This is referencing... This is like a prequel to the 2003 remake. Yeah. 
Oh man, see, it jumps around too much. Like, if you're gonna, don't make a prequel. But then they left Just out that Leatherface, that Leatherface 3D, the Texas Chainsaw 3D, yeah. with his cousin, and he and Leatherface ended up being the good guy somehow. What I hated that shit. I don't even think I saw that. Really? Oh no, I did see that. Yeah, that was stupid. They really? tried to make him more human. Like that's not what it is bro it's just some cannibal family bro like yeah. what the fuck don't but, fucking but he's a fucking he's mental like he's crazy you know? <laughs> yeah like, don't try to don't try to humanize him like that he literally carves people's faces off bro, he puts and them stitches on them into him yeah but then he upside like upside down by their asshole he just bro. takes their skin and wears it on his face like he, you don't try to humanize a character like that like that's that's supposed to be like a that's supposed to be like a fucking embodiment of Ed Gein, yeah. you know? That's who that character was yeah. based on. He doesn't of. have any fucking morality. He's not he's barely human in his in his spirit, you know? Like, <laughs> in his everything, bro. You yeah. see that big monster looking thing just yeah, coming exactly. into the chain <laughs> Like what the fuck, bro? Yeah. So I try to humanize some shit like that. I hate the whole killer sympathy shit. Yeah. I understand why he killed his whole neighborhood. He was bullied. Right. What the fuck kind no, of just, mentality? Just make is them that? evil. Yeah, you know that's it. That's all you have to do. Um, but yeah, man, like I don't know. Sequels, I feel like have a place for sure. But like nowadays, they're just they're just money grabs. There are some sequels that I feel like deserve so to have keeps, a place. So just keeps fucking. Yeah, around, even bro. after they were supposed to be done. Oh my oh, god, oh, fuck. But there are some that are you know meant to have a place. I feel like, but as we progress, that's why I'm glad that indie horror is like coming back and changing some things up because there are not a lot of sequels in indie horror um maybe they'll get adapted for a show or something you know cool but that's about it i just see different shit i don't like <laughs> yeah you can literally just google mo- like horror movie sequels and then they'll all pop up yeah like i've never seen the second prom night no me neither yeah they were definitely more prevalent back in the day but now i mean they're still really prevalent but they're not nearly as good as they used to be those really cheesy movies back in the day though yeah. like they still had appeal because like slasher movies were like a new thing so people were just rushing to see any new slasher so like you had sequels like slumber party massacre or mm-hmm. like in, like now the spirits in one of the people in the house yeah and then sorority house massacre yeah silent night deadly night with the santa claus killer like yeah i mean i think it's interesting at least they kept the same like, doing narrative it, like completely in yeah. all these movies but, back in the but day. But see, I was, I was going to say, I don't know if they should keep doing that now because I know we were talking about that being good, you know, kind of like The Exorcist if kind of follows up on it and they did it really well, but man, writers can't write to, to fucking save their asses nowadays. Po- post- Maybe you should try doing something new, you know? Post-2000, the third and fourth, I'm going to go, this is probably a little bit of a stretch, but the third and fourth Pumpkinhead movies were good. Yeah? Better, those are low-key. So better than the original? Oh, hell no, nothing. <laughs> I, I like yeah, see, that's the thing. Part like, two, yeah. I think part two is like just as good as the original. Yeah. It had that emotional appeal of like Pumpkinhead, because that guy that's Pumpkinhead in the second one is the son mm-hmm. of like the original one, and he was getting like stabbed up by like the bullies, and then like they yeah. just killed him. Like, so I, like plays on that monster sympathy stuff. Yeah, I guess if it's as good, then it's probably okay. But yeah, I just feel like they're really stretching it thin with sequels nowadays. Like new ideas they, are more exciting because like yeah you don't know what the fuck you're about to go watch exactly so i think if you changed up enough to where not that it's unrecognizable but so that it, it is different i think that makes um a lot more sense to me personally so i think that they need to just try going in like different directions with it um i mean look at something like american horror story for example every season is new so and you may see a lot different. of the same characters, yeah, but it's different. You know, you're like you're not sure what to expect next, so it keeps you on the edge of your seat. It keeps you interested. You know, um, the movies of like the '80s kind of had the same thing almost. And uh, I'm not just trying to shit on like all modern like sequel movies, but you have you to know, admit even that the, even the old ones are pretty bad. Like, yeah, they already are. said that. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I just feel like now it's it's not even something you can get that excited about you know if you have like a really good property like the conjuring i get excited about those movies but there are a few that i'm like oh a sequel awesome you know like i don't really get that way anymore didn't the didn't conjuring 2 actually get like a really good like yeah rating initially i remember seeing it had like 73 percent yeah. i was like that's a great movie you know like i really liked it Boomhouse's goat <laughs> at least right now yeah that's true so um, I don't know. Do you have anything else that you want to add about uh, sequels? I, th- I think it's definitely like a messy topic to try to traverse just because there are lots that are 
that are pretty good. There are lots that are not very good at all. So I think there's. I don't think no movies like not good because like the cheesiness and the badness of the movie like makes it in turn toxic moron but it makes it good yeah but like but for modern movies yeah i i still think there's some appeal to for them. some just like rewatching them because you haven't watched them so long because you remember you didn't like it yeah second time watching it you're like hey, it is a fun little movie like yeah there I, I guess there are some that you could uh consider to be that but like, overall tell, I don't me, know, you, tell me you wouldn't watch like I don't know. Like, let me think of a really bad one. Halloween Resurrection when Buster Rhymes is kicking Michael Myers <laughs> through a window. Yeah, I mean, I, I do appreciate that movie. That's when they were trying to take advantage of the technological yeah. aspect that's, of society. That's, that's when they made it way more campy. So I feel like that's, you know, but take like a serious remake. Like, I don't usually want to watch like Insidious 2 or 3 over again, you know. Really, like, I'd rather just watch the first one or not at all. I do watch the first one rather often. Yeah. It's pretty same. good. So, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's what I think about it. Let us know what you think. Are there sequels that you really like, that you like more than the original? Tell us, you know, what you think. Because um, I'm sure we missed a bunch. Well, so. Fright Night Part 2 is actually just as good as you. Yeah, I would say Fright Night well, Part 2 is We already covered that, but I, that's why yeah. I completely forgot about it. Jeepers Creepers 2 was, like, just as yeah, good as 1. I think so. I actually kind of like that movie more. So there are definitely some that, Sub, you know... Subspecies. That are good, yeah. But I think movies that are being released now... Like, you just got to step it up. Or just don't do a sequel at the all. Chucky, you know? The Curse of Chucky was a... <laughs> that was good. It, yeah. made, it had me guessing, so it was good. I liked it. I, I did like that, too. I yeah. like the like cheesiness, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, that's already a pretty well-established, you know, franchise. So, it makes sense. But we're going to move on. And actually, speaking of Jeepers Creepers, we're going to be talking about part three on this episode's Chopping Block. <laughs> all right. So, Jeepers Creepers part three sigh uh, so spoiler alert and i'll give it to you because i don't recommend this movie i'll tell you right off the bat uh yeah because i don't want to like yammer on about this movie yeah so this was a prequel to part two mm-hmm. and you remember he's alive for 23 days mm-hmm. if this movie takes place before part two what does that tell you about every character in this movie what does it tell you barnabas uh, it tells me that they're all probably gonna fucking die. Mm-hmm. So who cares? They they tried a lot. Like they tried to explore into like the creeper, like yeah. what he's like when they open his truck. We finally get to see what's in it, and with all those all those traps, and like the kid got hooked onto it, and then mm-hmm. a spear was chasing the other kid. Honestly, like, I'm more interested in like a killer or something where I don't have to see his fucking backstory. You know, like uh, stop trying to make me like relate or like understand. Like no, I'm gonna have questions. I just want to know what the fuck this huge ass winged thing is and how I can get away from it. I don't need to know all of this like prequel type shit. Like, oh, I'm going to learn more about it. Or, oh, these characters that don't matter anymore are going to go after it. Like, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, like right off the bat, none of these characters matter because this is like right before all the kids on the school bus got eaten. Mm -hmm. So, like, dude, I'm going to be honest. Part three, I didn't even finish watching it. So, I don't know if that makes me, you know not very reliable in giving you this opinion but fuck that 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 is my opinion i didn't even finish three, watching i watched three quarters of the movie then i stopped yeah then like four days later i had the balls to press play again Whoa, and finish watching you're a brave it. man and then i was just like you know what that was a task like <laughs> it wasn't good man i don't know why they yeah. tried to pass that out people have been waiting for so long for jeepers creepers sequel and then they're like hey how about before day two yeah that, that guy, the director basically got convicted or, you know, yeah, that whatever as like a fucking weirdo, you fucking pedophile. Weird. Like, that's probably why he made the movie bad. He was just like, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm going to give you a shit ass movie. He's fucking dickhead, bro. Like, no, just stop being a fucking pedophile or whatever. <laughs> you know, like, seriously. I, I can't believe the lengths we went to to like go even see this movie and like wait for it and shit like it was not worth it that was the worst um, probably the worst day of last year i agree yeah we're not even gonna talk about (laughs) but man yeah we were so excited to see this movie and then we saw it like on uh comcast on comcast or whatever and we bought it for we watched it for like half an hour and we're like what the fuck (laughs) is going on the creeper looks totally different he's just out in broad daytime like he doesn't even look he just looks like a weird like burnt guy or something like what the fuck it just looks like a dirty creature yeah they use too much cgi and it just wasn't very interesting like at all i didn't care about any of the plot yeah i didn't either because 
bro. As soon as, as soon, you know, when I stopped hearing about the plot, I already said it. When I when I yeah. broke it down, I was like, oh, this is before the bus. Yeah. Because they mentioned the same highway in this movie as yeah. they did in part two. Because he goes two. to sleep in part two. Yeah. At the and end. then I thought it was going to be a direct sequel, like twenty three years later wakes, or whatever. As soon as he wakes up from his slumber. But nope. Looks like we're not Can't gonna we're not gonna see the sequel till we're in like our early 30s or late 30s. We might not ever see it because that garbage. Yeah, that was bad. I think they want to end that there. They don't want to keep that motherfucker's movies alive. No, I don't think so at all. I'm surprised it even got made in the first place, but it was like super limited release or something. Anyway, that's something that you should not do. Okay, this is an example of a really terrible sequel slash <laughs> pre- don't do that don't don't, don't make really a sequel that's a prequel especially to the to in between the series are you fucking stupid bro we've been, people have been waiting like 10 like, years for this people, I was want, so people wanted to see what happens when he wakes up and then they ruined it yeah he's gonna wake up except he's already been awake for a whole fucking movie so here's him killing some people like what here's him killing people before he killed people what kind of an idiot <laughs> Do you have to be to make you know what no what kind of a fucking idiot do you have to be to make two good movies and then just basically pull down your pants and put a little thing that says Jeepers Creepers down on the floor and just shit on it. Yeah. Like seriously? They, it was bad. They ruined Jeepers Creepers, so that's another series like I yeah. don't care about anymore. Fuck you, Jeepers Creepers. Chopped. Chopped forever. Hardcore. <laughs> permanently permanently job burn it and send it to hell <laughs> I agree at least if we did that we could summon it back and maybe it'd be better no no probably not though never that just tarnished it completely I hate it so yeah don't go watch Jeepers Creepers 3 if you're thinking about it I know it's been out for a while but it's still trending on Netflix let's make that not happen yeah, bro, everyone, <laughs> let's take it to not trending everyone give it a thumbs down sorry Netflix or just don't watch it don't watch it. Uh, you know, if you if you scroll past it, don't watch it, but just give it a thumbs down immediately, even if you haven't seen no, it. No, don't give it a thumbs down, but open up Podbean yeah. and give us a thumbs up. Exactly. Do that instead. Make actual use out of your, like, an hour of your day and, and listen to us talk <laughs> about horror movies. <laughs> I know that was sarcastic, but yeah. I was like, whoa, he sounds believable as the mean guy. <laughs> Take an but hour seriously. of your meaningless existence no, and no, listen no. to us talk you piece of no, shit. No, I said, <laughs> Yo, I said bro, meaningful <laughs> hour, okay? Not that the rest of their time is meaningless, but seriously, do it. Don't watch that garbage for, for all, like an hour and a half. Just listen listen to the podcast. That's it. Like, we literally will warn you yeah. about everything. Yeah. Anyway, I think we've pretty much established why that was a terrible movie and why it was a terrible sequel slash not sequel slash fuck you, you know? <laughs> So, do you have anything else that you wish to add about Jeepers Creepers 3 or Castle Rock or Exorcist or sequels in general? I'm just excited about Child's Play. That's all I've been really kind of like yeah. thinking about. Like, Me too. I want to see multiple Chuckies like possessing yeah. people. But they do it Yeah. A successful franchise where they don't divert too much from the actual universe, the actual narrative of the story and i think that that's what you have to do to be successful or you got to really spin it in another direction and that's what sequels are not doing anymore i can add something about sequels one more thing and i'll make it quick sure so i saw the the fright night remake Mm -hmm. the sequel to that it completely ignores the last movie that that never happened and now instead of now it's jerry dandridge a woman she's a professor and they're in like norway or something oh so like the first one they're Mm. ignoring it and different people are playing charlie and ed and his girlfriend and like it's like the last movie never happened so that's uh that's something that we didn't really talk about i don't really want to spend any time on it but it is interesting that you that's the thing with like the branding and shit you know like there are sequel there are there are movies out there that are portrayed as sequels to a movie that either never happened or to a movie that they kind of just make non-canon yeah you know i think that's interesting like zombie that was unofficially like zombie 2 an unofficial sequel to night of the living dead like come on i like the zombie though but you can't really do that it's strictly for marketing but then you're lying to people you know like fright night part two 
doesn't take into account any part Fright Night Part One. Why even call it Fright Night Part Two? Yeah, that's why I was confused. They, they just rebooted it. Yeah, for so two years later. What the fuck? Why? Yeah, there's no. I don't know. There's no point. I feel like just just create a movie. It can be inspired by something else, but I don't call it. I had a nice atmosphere though, and like a nice like nice nice little setting. Yeah, like it was like. I don't know. It felt like it was like back yeah. in the day. It wasn't unwatchable though, right? It felt retro a little bit. That's yeah, what I kind of liked about it. So yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to check it out. There's there are definitely sequels worth looking for, but yeah, let us know what you think. I think that you know sequels are a touchy subject because I'll take just, a sequel over a remake any day. Oh, I agree with that for let's, sure. Let's, for sure. let's put that out there <laughs> for sure. So let us know what you think. Um, with that though, I, I think we're pretty much uh, wrapped up for episode number eleven. Yep. Go watch The Exorcist Part Three. Mm-hmm. Don't watch that piece of crap Jeepers Creepers 3 movie. Nope. And we will see you next week on Grave Discussions. Yes, and again, quick shout out to Pod Grandpa and Sports Radio Detroit. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> This has been an SRD production.